is an untold story Rather go out in a place of glory I can't hear you I don't see you I'll announce the bad dollars with your broken past I can't hear you I don't hear you now Wrapped in your regret What a waste of blood and sweat Oh I wanna take a slow Welcome to the MLB Only Podcast. Let's go. Episode 23. We got another team that's on the sign-stealing controversy list. And you never guess who this is. Well, I mean, you probably were already guess who this is. It's the New York Yankees. Yes, that they have now a New York judge has ordered the Yankees and the MLB to uh Oh, reopen a letter that was unsealed. That was unsealed. That was unsealed. That had some details of the findings of what. Uh, you remember that Apple Watch incident with them and the Red Sox? Well, that was part of it too. So, and what they found and some of those findings could be more serious and probably detrimental to the Yankees organization. Something similar to what the Astros are doing in that level. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty interesting. And it just goes to show that not everybody in the MLB is pure and clean of this. I bet you the Tigers are doing it. The Orioles, the Marlins are probably doing this. Are having some system or some way, whether it's electronically or something like that, or something like what. The Astros more serious what the Astros are doing, except they weren't really, yes. That is the thing about the Yankees. They didn't really win anything in 2017. So, I mean, they were the home run hitting champs. So, well, what will probably happen, I mean, they'll probably just get, if it does all come out and if it is true that these findings are true and like very are serious to the point of what the Houston Astros are. Probably either get fines or get draft picks picks taken away for next year's draft. Who knows? Depends. Yeah, we they can't really do anything about this year's draft because it's already come and gone. And we will talk about some of those important draft picks for each teams in a little bit. So that's what, what I mean. I mean, I know. Yeah, I meant probably. Yeah, it just goes to show. Like, if you don't want people knowing your pitches, just don't tip them. Find a way for other people just to yeah. at this point, I mean, it's getting to the point where like there's more serious matters. We're not, we probably might not even play baseball this year. And yes, as the MLB or the MO or MLB Players Association has rejected another offer from the MLB. Yes, excuse me, 72 games. Yeah. I'm just gonna say I don't think we're gonna have a season. I really don't. I just really just don't. I think we're going to have one. Yeah, which is really a shame. 
Yeah, this is a really nice year or nice first season for uh, MLB only podcast. No season. Yes, there's sign stealings, coronavirus. Yeah. 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 Sorry for that, guys. I just, yeah. All right. So we will get into um, it. Looks like uh, the draft was uh, last Wednesday and Thursday. So let's see. We will go over how, not the entire draft, just the important draft for each team. So each thirty teams, like their top pick. All right, in the end up in the all right. So we will get started first. We're gonna go to break and then come back and then start it. All right, don't go anywhere. All right, we are back and we are gonna go over uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays uh, top pick or top picks for each uh, thirty teams. Yeah, so basically they're top draft picks, basically. All right, and this is from MLB.com. They're uh, the article on there. In the, NL, in the AL East, we'll go down the Toronto Blue Jays. Their number one pick was Nick Ferrazzo, right-handed pitcher from Loyola Marymount, selected in the fourth round. Yeah. All right, so pretty much. So, yeah, six four four handler. Is exactly the type of pitching prospect the Trump or Toronto loves to develop. So yeah, so yeah, has untapped potential. Yeah, standing out, live arm. Yeah. And then for the Orioles, they cut. Uh, they picked uh, Carter ba- Baumler, a right-handed pitcher from Downing Catholic, uh, I- Catholic High School in Iowa High School. I think that's the same high or. Des Moines, yeah, Des Moines. I had a couple of buddies from Des Moines, but they went to uh, West uh, West Des Moines High School. But this is the same high school in the town, so yeah, West Des Moines. The same high school as uh, Sean Johnson. Yeah, if you don't know, she's a former Olympic gymnast that I kind of had. She was kind of my first female crush, so to say. Yeah, female female athlete crush, so to say. Yeah, I mean, looking at, I mean, looking at her back then, like twelve years ago, she just had that. Cute little girl smile and just, yeah, I just, I thought, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, back. All right, so he's from Downing Catholic. Uh, this uh, Carter Baumler, yeah, right-handed pitcher from Downing Catholic High School in Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, picked in the fifth round. This is from the Orioles. He was going to be a TCU commit. Yeah, so decided to, yeah. But, well, he is going to be a demon. Or, but, uh, yeah, it's potentially going to be hard is what it's trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Alright. And then, Rays pitcher, or the Rays picked Hunter Barnhart, right-handed pitcher from St. Joseph's uh, High School in California. Third round. Let's see, what? Committed to Arizona State. Yeah. So I wonder if they are going to sign him. I mean, pretty much. I mean, this isn't like they're like, this is not where like their first ever or first pick in the draft. It's just like just most of the picks that like they have potential. Because here the Red Sox selected Blaze Jordan, third baseman from uh, the Soto Central High School in Mississippi in the third round. Yeah. So basically, 
Yeah, they did take uh, Nick York in the first or the first round. They didn't have a second round pick because it was taken away because of the whole cheating scandal incident. That was one of the picks they had to give, or that that was the pick they had to give up. Yeah, losing. Yeah, so basically, yeah, but but they are basically getting like a power play or a power hitter right here. Yeah, five hundred foot home run at the age of thirteen. Whoa. Dude, no way. All right. Yeah, National Home Run Derby winner in, at age 11. Yeah. All right. Then we, yeah, seriously, sign this dude. Seriously, just sign him. Seriously. Yeah. Have that guy be raking home runs off the green monster. Yeah. And then fin finishing off the AL, or AL East, the Yankees selected Trevor Howard. Trevor Howard. Second baseman, Arizona State, from the third round. So let's see. Best, best defensive outfield in college baseball, or he might be the best. Yeah, or he's coming from the best uh, defensive outfield in college baseball, Arizona State. So, yeah, they get need somebody to kind of replace the shortstop from D.D. DeGorius. Yeah, if they're playing of uh, getting them up, by, yeah. Bring them, up. bring them up by then. The American League Central. Uh, the Indians selected, uh, or the Indians' top pick was Million Talentino, Talentino, shortstop, Santra Margarita High School in California. Margarita High School. Uh, in the fourth round, Margarita, all right. Yeah. Highest baseball IQ. Huh. Was one of the best def defenders in the prep class, and and he's a con he's a contact oriented hitter with solid speed. This is from yeah, this is yeah from the MLB uh, an article from MLB.com. Yeah. All right, the Royals selected their top pick was Nick Lofton, shortstop Baylor from from the competitive balance round A. All right, let's see. What did this say here? At Baylor, he hit, yeah, 311. All right. I'm guessing that's a slugging percentage of 330. On base percentage of 474. I could be wrong on that, but that's what's kind of giving me. Yeah. yeah, might stand out more. Might stand out more for his high floor than his ceiling. All right. Track record. So, yeah. So, he's a pretty good hitter. Yeah. All right. Tigers selected. Well, they did spend, or get a Spencer Tokelson, but they're considering their top pick was Colt Keefe, third baseman from Balaki. High school in Mississippi, fifth round. Yeah. So these aren't really their like top picks because usually top picks are, are like number one pick. Their first picks aren't really like probably the best. I'm surprised they haven't. They Spencer Togelson is not. I mean, that's the number one person in the draft. Why would you? Okay. All right. This is kind of a weird. Who did this? All right. Yeah. For who scouts? Six foot two, two hundred forty. Jeez, big boy. 
left hand at bat and solid across the board tools over his ability on the mound. On the okay. All right, but he is going to Arizona State if he doesn't decide to sign with the Tigers. Right. Yeah, Barry Bonds. Let's see, Barry Bonds, Dustin Madroya. Who else? Um, all right. Twins selected with their or their uh, top pick was Kai Kali Kali uh, Rosario. Outfielder from Wat Watika High School in Hawaii, fifth round. Yes, college for. All right, he opens eyes with his power when or when he uh, won the Area Code Games Home Run Derby last summer and has a chance to fit the corner outfield profile as well. Though he can get pulled happy, get pulled happy at times. All right. All right. The white. All right. So, and then finally for the AL Central, the White Sox, uh, their top pick was Jared Kelly, right-handed pitcher from Refugo. Not this number again. Go away. <laughs> All right. All right. So Kelly is, let's see, 93 98 mile power fastball. All right. Advanced changeup. Developing sliver? Sliver? So, all right. Never mind. All right. So he was. He was supposed to be selected by the White Sox, but then he dropped to them in the second round. So he was projected to go with the White Sox, but he in the first round, but he eventually did, but he had to wait like another round. Alright. Now on to the AL West. The Angels, their top pick was or is uh David Calabri Calabrese. Outfielders, St. Elizabeth High St. Elizabeth Catholic High School in Ontario, Canada, third round. All right, so let's see. Committed to Arkansas. Has the kind of speed that will work well in center field for a long time and makes him a base dealing threat. He's more a gap to gap hitter now, but could grow into a little more pop in the future. The Astros selected, and they had to wait because, yes, because they, uh, yeah, because the whole cheating scandal, and they did not get a first round. So their uh, top pick was Alex Santos, right-handed pitcher, Mount Mount Saint Michael High School or Mount Saint or Mount Saint Michael Academy in New York, supplemental second round. Lost her two choices because yes. But came away with a high with a high upside prep right-handed pitcher, yeah, in Santos. He's, but he does the time to develop, but could wind up with three plus pitches in his high spin 
fastball, downer curve, and advanced changeup. All right, the Oakland Athletics, their top pick was Jeff Criswell, right-handed pitcher, Michigan, second round. All right, let's see. Yeah, so he was part of that, yeah, call. Yeah, so he was part of that uh, 2019 uh, Michigan run, yeah, which ended in defeat to uh, Vanderbilt. He has a solid three-pitch mix and a strong build for starting, though he sit though he will have to command to command the baseball more consistent or consistently to remain in the rotation in in a rotation. Yeah. All right. Mariners, their top pick was Connor Phillips, right-handed pitcher from McLennan uh, Community College in Texas. Competitive balance set round B. Right. So, yeah, he's a Juco bandit. Let's see. He has a quick arm that delivers fastballs up to 98 miles per hour and has a solid curve. He had... He ha- he'll he'll have to improve his changeup and command, but he proje- he's projectedly he projectedly makes him intriguing. Yeah. So, all right, Rangers. Their tap pick was a Tuka Tuka Robley, right-handed pitcher, Pine Forest High School in Florida, third round. So his best offering is a downer curveball and a plus potential. And he also utilizes a low 90s sinker and a low 90s changeup. Yeah, so he does need more Paul. Yeah. yeah. He is more polished. He's ready to show his ability. Throw strikes with the three pitches. Yeah. All right, now on to the National League East or NL East. Braves selected Bryce Elder. Right-handed pitcher from Texas, fifth round. All right. He's he has four pitch mix, has a four pitch mix and commands them all well with a good with a very good sinker slider combination, a distinct curve and a solid changeup. He does he doesn't have a huge ceiling, but he is a safe bet to have as a four or five starter. All right, Marlins selected Dak Fulton, right-handed pitcher from Mustang High School in Oklahoma, second round. Let's see, he did it. All right, so he wouldn't have lasted long in September if he didn't have a Tommy John surgery. So yeah. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, he's a projectable five foot, five foot six, or six foot six southpaw who should have a mid nineties fastball and a wipeout curve once he's fully healthy and developed. So, right. Mets selected, uh, or their top pick was JT Jin, right-handed pitcher from Mississippi State. Second round. All right. All right. He turned. He reportedly turned down in 2018 2.4 2.4 million dollars with the Dodgers, 
after they picked him uh, 30th overall in high school. Yeah. And uh, and uh, out of high school and uh, then decided to go to Mississippi State. So, yeah, pretty good. He did have Tommy John in the spring. All right, so when he's healthy, the draft-eligible sophomore can run his fastball up to 97 miles per hour, throwing it with some of the best life of all any hurdler in the class and and complement and complement with it with a plus slider and complement it with a flat. National select Cole or Nationals top pick was Cole Henry, right-handed pitcher from LSU, second round. Let's see. So, yeah, basically, so let's see. Six four, six foot four, 211 pound draft eligible sophomore fits the description to a T with his blend, his blend of stuff, blend of size, stuff, and control. Though he, though he did, did battle injuries in both of his uh, LSU or LSU campaigns. So he, when he was healthy, he's good. So, all right. Phillies selected Casey Martin, shortstop out of Arkansas. Let's see what it says here. He's an exciting power speed combination that could result at at least 2020 season in the future if he if it all clicks. So, yeah. Pretty good hitter. All right. National League Central. Brewers, their top prospect was Xavier or uh Caesar, Caesar, uh Caesar Warren, catcher, Central Missouri. Is a pure hitter from both sides of the plate who has played all around the diamond in his baseball career. What description there? All right, Cardinals. Their uh, selection was or top selection was Mason Wynn, shortstop and right-handed pitcher from Keenwood High School in Texas, second round. Yeah. So basically, can really impact the ball. He arguably has a higher ceiling on the mound, and, fa- and thanks to a high spin rate fit fastball or fast fastball curveball combination, but he can also really impact the ball from the right side right side of the plate. All right, the Cubs selected. Yeah, they did pick out a a local uh, little league uh, World Series. Uh, Hero, you know that uh Jackie Rob- Robinson team way back when when they kind of got like uh they didn't re- the team they really didn't know how old some of these players were and then yeah they had to somewhat be disqualified but they became so much heroes too they did pick out one of those kids out Edward or Ed Howard yeah. but they're considering one of their draft picks now overall is like a impact player is Burl Caraway 
right-handed pitcher from Dallas Baptist, second round. Right. He's a pure reliever with one of the best one-two punches available. Yeah. He features a high spin rate, high spin rates on a 93 98 mile per hour fastball. He throws by hitters up in the strike zone as well as power curve and extensive downward breaks. All right. Pirates, their selection was uh, Nick Garcia, right-handed pitcher, Chapman University, third uh, round. So, yeah, basically this is a Cape Cod. Yeah, pitched really well in the Cape Cod and was part of a national championship team at Chapman Yeah, last summer. All right, so let's see. Pretty good. He He's up to a 94. 97 mile per hour with his fastball to go along with a slider and cutter that and there's a ton of upside to tap into here and then red selected jackson miller catcher jw mitchell high school in florida competitive balance round b miller brings a more solid contact oriented approach one that generates line drives, and there could be more pop to come. Yeah, so he's more athletic than he's more athletic than most catchers, and that ability should help him behind the plate. All right, All right. National League West Diamondback selected Liam Morris, left-handed pitcher from Green Hope. Uh, high school in North Carolina, third round. Let's see. Norris can uh, operate a 90, 90 to ninety four fastball that he ha- he has backed up in with a pair with a pair of plus breaking plus breaking balls along with a developing changeup. Then the Dodgers selected with the or their uh top pick was Clayton Beater, right handed pitcher from Texas or uh. Texas Tech supplementals second round. All right, let's see. Yeah. Has a 93-98 fast or a mile per hour fastball, low 80s curveball that some scouts considered the best in 2000 or a 2020 class and mid 80s slider that can be just as nasty. All right, the Giants select or uh, their top pick was Kyle Harrison. Right-handed pitcher from De Sa or De La Salle High School in California, third round. Polished and deceptive, he goes after hitters with a low nineties fastball, a nasty cur- or nasty slider, and an advanced changeup. All right, and then two more Padres and uh, Rockies. Cole Wil or Cole Wilcox, right-handed pitcher from Georgia, was selected by the Padres in the third round. Six five, six five, right-hander has an electric arm that produces a consistent not mid nineties fastball, along with a pair of swing and miss secondary offerings. And then the Rockies, their top pick was Chris McMahon, right-handed pitcher from Miami University. Like Miami, Florida. All right. 
He can spin a break. Because I know there's like two Miamis. There's one in Florida. We all know the Hurricanes. And one in Miami, Ohio. So, yeah. Let's see. He can spin a breaking ball and has a very good feel for his changeup, giving him all the ingredients to be a workhorse-type big league starter. Very good. So these aren't mostly the guys they pick number one, but these are like basically their considered their top players. Like these are like basically the best players out of everybody out of anybody they picked the entire draft, like the most talent. So yeah. Well, actually, experts favorites, experts favorites. So these are like the basically the experts favorites in uh, the draft. So they're not really the first picks that they got, but basically they're just like compare. According to experts, these are like basically the best they've seen out of each all 30 MLB teams. Let's see. We are going to do another all um, MLB all-star or all-time roster selection, this time for third baseman, and then we'll just wrap up the show. Today we won't do another uh, what-if simulation this time. So we're going to take a break and then come back and then uh, – do that, so don't go anywhere. All right, we are back to start the MLB all-time roster. All right, got Mike Schmidt. Mike. Mike Schmidt, here we are. All right, Mike Schmidt. All right, third baseman. All right, let's see. University of Ohio, yeah. Dayton, Ohio, yeah. Born and raised, yeah. All right, Hall of Famer, three-time MVP, 12-time All-Star, a World Series champion with the 1980 Philadelphia Phillies, 10-time Gold Glove winner, six-time Silver Slugger, and a World Series MVP. And he played his entire career with the Philadelphia Phillies from 1972 to 1989. So he has had 8,352 8, 8, at-bats, scored 1,506 runs, hit 2,234 hits. Um, 408 of those were doubles, 59 of them were triples. He's in the 500 hit 500 home run club with 546 or 548 has tallied 1595 RBIs stole one fa- or stole 172 or 74 stolen bases uh, walked 1507 times let's see struck out one fa- struck out 1883 times a batting average of 267, a on-base percentage of 380, and a slugging percentage of 527. So basically, yeah, Mike Schmidt, yeah, one of the best. Yeah, one of the best. For, that's why we put him at the top third base position, mainly because he is one of the best at the third base spot, at that corner, at that high corner. Yeah. Mm, 
right, so who's next? Wade Boggs. All right, Wade Boggs, Nebraska-born. Yeah, Nebraska-born. All right, so Hall of Famer, 12-time All-Star, 1996 World Series champion with the Yankees, uh, two-time uh, Gold Glove, eight-time Silver Slugger, and a five-time Batting Champion. All right. So we start. So we split. Go down. All right. So he has played 18 years with the Boston Red Sox from 1982 to 1992, and then with the Yankees from 1993 to 1997, and then with the Tampa Bay Rays, then the Tampa Bay Double Rays from 1998 to 1999. Right. He has had one thousand one or nine he has had nine thousand one hundred and eighty at bats, scored one scored one thousand and five hundred and thirteen runs. He's in the three thousand hit club with three thousand and ten hits, five hundred and seventy-eight of them are doubles, sixty-one of them are triples. He has one hundred and eighteen homers though. Uh, scored 1,014 RBIs, stole 24 bases. He's walked 1,412 times, struck out, wait, struck out 740, struck out 745 times. Impressive. Yeah, that's pretty low. Yeah, for a career that long. Right. He has a batting average of 328. A uh, four. 415 on base percentage and a 443 slugging percentage. But yeah, one so great player. I am really sure he was a great dude. I heard a lot of Red Sox fans that said he was kind of a guy who would basically, yeah, basically big league you, especially when he left Boston to go to the Yankees. Yeah. He did cheat on his wife at one point. Yeah, about to say that Margot Anderson or Andrews affair or Margot. Margot Anderson affair or something like that. Yeah, that kind of changed the situation for that whole 1988 Red Sox team because that was kind of one of the turning points too. That whole like dealing with that stuff and like um, that kind of brought them together too at the point where like, yeah, let's shape up and just get our, get our crap together. The chicken man. Yeah, the old chicken man. Because I think he ate like actual chicken wings like before each game. What? <laughs> About to say chicken and beer. <laughs> and this is like, what when was this? Like almost like 20 something years before the whole chicken and beer fiasco. Yeah, well, looking at it now, they, it wasn't really a big deal. Like a lot of players were doing the same thing too. They had chicken and beer in like the clubhouses, but stuff like that. The Red Sox won the final, like the Red Sox, Boston media won the final way of why the Red Sox blew like a, like a division lead and then blew a chance to go into the postseason. Like in that September month of 2011, that's why they, yeah. Well, yeah, a little bit way off topic, but yeah, it was just, we wanted to tell you why it's called the chicken man. Yes. Yeah. 
Up next, George Brett. Oh, here's a classic. George Brett. A West Virginia native. West Virginia, baby mama. So retired in October 3rd, 1993. How, I would have been like a year and so, almost a year old maybe, like almost a year old. Yeah, a year, a year old and like a month old, uh, almost a year and a month old. Yeah, All right. A West Virginia native, but he went to high school in California. Yeah, and drafted right out of high school in the second round, nineteen seventy-one. All right, Hall of Famer, MVP, thirteen-time All Star. Uh, World Series champion with the 1985 Kansas City Royals. Gold glove for just one gold glove. Huh. All right. Three-time Silver Slugger, three-time batting champ, AL, ALCS MVP, and MLB player, Major League, Major League Player of the Year. All right. So he has played he played his entire career with the Kansas City Royals from 1973 to 1993. All right. 10,343 at bats. Yeah. He has scored 1,583 runs. He's in the 3,000 hit club with 3,154. Uh 665 of them were doubles. 137 of them were triples, and 317 of them were, or, wait, and he hit, oh, wait, he had, he's in, uh, he had 317 home runs, uh, tallied 1,596 RBIs, stole 201 bases, walked 1,096 times, struck out 908 times, a 305 batting average, a 369 slugging percentage, and a 487 batting average. Mullet. Mullet. Weird name. Oh, he's got a Twitter. He's got a Twitter, yeah. So yeah, George Brett. Who's next? Alex Rodriguez. I know he's a shortstop, but I kind of want to put him at third base. I kind of thought about leaving him off the list, but because of my somewhat hatred of the dude, but you know, I just yeah, this would just put him on. Maybe just because he is one of uh, the best of the generation. All right, so New York born, so that's probably why he loves being a Yankees fan. High school went to high school in Miami, Florida, though. Huh? He went to college. Yeah, he played on those. My he played on that Miami team. Him and him and uh, Alex Cora were teammates on the. Those like 90s Miami's team. What? 
All right. I'm not seeing it. Okay. All right. Baseball reference knows what it's talking about. Right. Free time MVP, 14 time All Star, a World Series champion with the 2009 Yankees, two time Gold Glove, 10 time Silver Slugger, a band champion, and the three time MLB, our Major League Player of the Year. I've never heard of that award. Yeah. All right, so he's played his entire career. Is a uh, played twenty two years with the Mariners from nineteen ninety four to not to two thousand, then from two thousand one to two thousand three, he was a Texas Ranger, and then two thousand or from two thousand four all the way to two thousand sixteen. He was a New York Yankee, and he did miss a season because he is he was on the steroid user list. Like so, yeah, they suspended him for steroids for like one year in two thousand fourteen. All right, at bats, he's had ten thousand five hundred fifty six at bats or sixty six at bats. Uh, tally two foul or a uh, score two thousand and two. 2021 runs in the free fa- or free thousand hit club with 3,115 run- 15 hits five 548 548 of them were doubles 31 triples in the 600 and uh, 600 home run club with 696 uh, tallied 2,086 run or 86 RBIs. Stole 329 stolen bases. Walked 1,338 times. Struck out 2,287 times. Has a career batting average of 295. Uh, or on-base percentage of 380. And a slugging percentage of 550. A lot of these stats, like, yeah, but... Yeah, a lot of it's because I didn't want to put him on the list because, yes, it's, he is considered a steroid user, and a lot of those stats are kind of a little bit tainted. But I put Mark McGuire on, so he's no better either. I mean, a lot of these guys aren't really, yeah, they got some darts past. They're not pure as we all think they are. All right, Brooks Robinson. How much time do I got? All right, Brooks Robinson. All right. Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, debuted on the oh, debuted on September the 17th, 1955. At 18 years old. Wow. That is young. That really is young. <laughs> 18 years old. That that that's not right. That all right. Hall of Famer, MVP, 18-time All-Star, two-time World Series champion with the Orioles. I think like let's see. Go down. How many did he win? Proceeds. All right. In 1966 and 1970 with the Orioles. All right. Six time, 16 time gold glove, 
World Series MVP, and an All-Star MVP. And he has played his entire 23-year career with the Baltimore Orioles from 1955. Go down. From 1955 to 1977, he has 10,654 at-bats, 1,302 or 1,242 runs, uh, had, hit 2,000, hit 2,848 hits, 482 of them doubles, 60, 8 of them triples, 268 home runs, has tallied 1,357 RBIs, stole 28 bases, uh, walk, walked 860 times, struck out 990 times, a batting average of 267, an on-base percentage of 322, and a slugging percentage of 404 or 401. All right, one of the best. Yeah, that's funny. 18 years. He yeah. Wow. 18 years. The human vacuum cleaner for Mister Impossible or Mister Impossible. Human, yeah, he was a yeah. Looking at some of the reels too, like he was a really good out uh, defensive third baseman too. One of the best. Yeah, that's why we put him on there. Right, P Rose, I know that's not gonna like. And my dad hates P Rose, and I can kind of see where he doesn't like P Rose, but yeah. Let's see. Pete Rose, Cincinnati, Ohio. So, yeah, he gets to play with his hometown team, yeah, for most of his career. Not No Hall of Fame? Oh, I wonder why that's not there. We'll get into that later in the episode, or later in a little bit, just when we read off his stats. MVP, uh, Rookie of the Year, 70-time All-Star. Three-time World Series champion with with the Cincinnati Reds mostly, but we'll see. All right. Well, actually, no. He won two with the Cincinnati Reds in 1975 and 1976 and one with the Philadelphia Phillies in 1980. Two-time Gold Gloves, Silver Slugger, World Series MVP, and three-time batting champion. All right, so he's played his entire 24, he's played 24 years. He has, uh, let's see, he, uh, all right, so he played with the Cincinnati Reds from 1963 to 1977, and then played with the Philadelphia Phillies from 19, from a 1979 to 1983, and then played with the Montreal, with the Montreal Expos, who are now the Washington Nationals in 1984, and then was traded back in 1984 to the Cincinnati Reds and played from 1984 to 1986.
He does uh, lead. He does lead. He, uh, he does. All right. He does hold the record for most at bats with one for the 14,053 at bats. Um, scored 2,108 or 165 runs. He has the career. So he does have the major league record for most hits in a season with 4,256. Uh, 746 of them doubles, 135 of them triples. Does not have that many home runs, so 160. If I'm reading that right, yeah. All right. 1,314 RBIs. Stole 198 or 98 bases. Walked 1,566 times. Struck out 1,143 times. A batting average of 303. A slugging or an on-base percentage of 375 and a slugging percentage of 509. So, yeah, basically he's one of the – he is the career leader in hits in the season – or hits in his career. So why is he not in the Hall of Fame, you may ask? Well, he did – when he was managing the Cincinnati Reds, he did gamble on – yeah, he did, like, gamble on – I think it was against his team or for his team. But it looked like, yeah, like the MLB after learning like almost like 90, almost like 80 to 90 years after the whole Black Sox scandal, they weren't going to mess around with that. So they basically banned him from professional baseball for life. It's like the 1919 Black Sox, banned him for life. You're no longer welcome and you're no longer getting to the Hall of Fame. But I feel like there is a campaign to try to get him back into the Hall of Fame. I don't know. I feel like. That one, I know they're not going to let it happen. All right. Luke Appling. All right. Let's see. All right. Let's see. Georgia native. Yeah. Obel's fourth university in Atlanta. Whoa. What university is that? I have no clue. All right, so Hall of Famer, seven-time All-Star, and two-time batting champ. All right, so he's played twenty years of played twenty years with the Chicago White Sox from nineteen from nineteen thirty to well, actually, the entire career with the Chicago White Sox from nineteen thirty to nineteen fifty. He did miss nineteen forty-four because of military service and during World War II. So. 8,856 RB or at-bats, scored 1,319 runs, has a two, hit 2,749 hits, 440 of them doubles, 102 of them triples, 45 RBIs, so pretty low. All right. Or has a 1,000, or tallied 1,100, or 1,116 RBIs, stole 179 bases, walked 1,302 times, struck out 528 times, has a batting average of 310, an on-base percentage of 399, and a uh, 340 or 98 on um, our slugging percentage. 
reason I kind of put him on there just because um, at his time he was one of the best, and I kind of just wanted to put like an all-time player on there too. Alright, so Chipper Jones. Now this is yeah, this can't yeah. This guy can't be left off the list. Chipper Jones. Florida native. Ooh. Debuted on September 11, 1993. Yeah. So literally 13 years or uh twenty Yeah, like 23 years after my uh or 20 years before my uh Sister and uh, my brother-in-law got married. Yeah, same date. And also, literally, yeah, we're not going to joke about that 9-11. Yeah, so don't. I do remember I did remember his uh, um, farewell tour, like, during, like, yeah, even, like, they were even broadcasting a game on national TV. Like, we were at uh, the call, our Juco, D2 Juco World Series, our team there. Yeah, they were, yeah, we watched the game, one of his games there, so pretty neat. Hall of Famer, MVP, eight-time All-Star, a World Series champion with the 1995 Atlanta Braves, two-time Silver Slugger, and batting champion. All right. He has played his entire career, 19-year career, with the Atlanta Braves from, 1990, from 1993 to 2012. He did not play in 1994 because of injuries. Yeah, because he was injured the entire year, so there's no stats. All right. Let's see. He has one or wait. He has 18 or uh, 8,984 at-bats, 1,600 or scored 1,619 runs, 200 or hit 207 two, or hit 2,726 hits, 549 of them doubles, 38 triples, uh, 468 home runs, uh, 1,623 RBIs, 150 stolen bases, uh, walked or walked 1,512 times, struck out 1,409 times, a batting average of 303. A slugging or on base percentage of 401 and a slugging percentage of 529. We're almost running out of time. All right. So this might be it for this section, but we will continue. So, yeah. One of the best of my generation at third base. Yeah. September 11, 1993. Yeah. All right. All right, so we'll go to break and then come back and then wrap up the all-time third baseman. So I'm going anywhere. Bye. All right, we are back to wrap up the all-time MLB all-time roster. All right, and up next is Steve Garvey, a fighting Irishman from Florida, Tampa Bay, Florida. Let's see, Michigan State. Uh, yuck. I don't like Michigan State. So he debuted. Yeah, age 20. Pretty young dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's really big in that uh, Irish-American uh, baseball Hall of Fame. Like, he's kind of one of the main contributors there. Drafted by the Minnesota Twins, huh? 
MVP, 10-time All-Star, a World Series champion with the 1981 uh, L.A. Dodgers, four-time Gold Glove winner, two-time NLCS MVP, two-time All-Star MVP. He played 19 years with the L.A. Dodgers from 1969 to 1982 and then finished off his career with as a San Diego Padre. From 1983 to 1987. 8,000, or he had 8,835 at-bats. Scored 1,143 runs. Hit 2,242 or 2,549 hits. 440, or 440 of them doubles. 43 of them triples. 272 homers. Uh, one Tallied 1,308 RBIs, 83 steel or 83 stolen bases, walked 479 times, struck out 1,003 times, a batting average of four or 294, a on-base percentage of 329, and a slugging percentage of 446. Well, the reason I put him on here is because, yes, an Irish-American, and also, too, I've been kind of been seeing a lot of uh, of that Irish American uh, uh, or baseball or baseball Hall of Fame and museum ads on my uh, Facebook page, and like he's usually the guys who like making the commercials and stuff like that. And I thought, oh, this Steve Garvey sounds interesting. Maybe I might give him a look. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a little bit of a token, but yeah, Tampa Bay, yeah, Chamberlain High School, yeah. All right, and then finally on our list is Rogers Connor. Roger Connor or Connors. Roger Connor. Yeah, that's who he is. Another one. Yeah, another Patty. They're Irish American. From Waterbury, Connecticut. Let's see. So he's kind of got a birthday coming up on July the 1st. Yeah. Except he's already, yeah, he's been dead for like almost like 90 years. So, all right. All right. So, Hall of Famer, two-time World Series champion. Let's look at this up. Oh, it's with the, okay, so this is like pre-1903, all right. Yeah, so in 1888 or 1888 and 1898, with the New York Giants. That World Series really okay, yeah, so all right. Different type of World Series than it is today, all right. Alright. And a batting champion. Go down. Alright. Played 18 years with the Tro- all right. Troy Trojans from 18 from 1880 to 1883 or fruit 1882 and then with the New York Giants front or New York New York Gotham's as they would later become the New York Giants now the San Francisco Giants from 18 from 1883 to 1889 and then went over to the Players League remember that that uh ragtag group of like yeah played with the New York Giants to the Players League in 1890 and then back with the New York Giants in 1891, 
a Philadelphia well, a Philadelphia Philly in 1892. Back to being New York Giant in 1893. Or 1893 and 1994. And then was a St. Louis Card or St. Louis Brown. Probably now the St. Louis Cardinals from 1884 to 1897. All right. He has 7,000 or 7,897 at-bats. Scored 1,620 runs. Hit 138 home runs, uh, are, had tallied 1,323 RBIs, stole 240 at-bats, walked 1,002 times, struck out 455 times, a batting average of 316, a slugging or on-base percentage of 397, and a slugging percentage of 486. Yeah, and another reason why, yes, is because of the he's got the Irish American and then the patty in him. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't put him as the best. I just put him on the list. Yes. Just because he's on the list doesn't mean it's just, right. Usually these are just like people who I think are really good and the best, and a little bit of some people who I feel like are kind of personal favorites of mine too. So yeah, don't judge. All right. All right, so let's go over the list and then wrap up the show. All right. For right now, we got catchers. We got Johnny Bench, Yogi Berra, Mickey Cochran, Mickey, Ke- Mickey, Ran- or M- Mickey Cochran, Josh Gibson, Roger Bressenhan, Carl- Carlton Fisk, Mike King Kelly, Roy Campanella, Campanella, Mike Piazza, and Gary Carter. And then for first baseman, we got Lou Gehring, Al Kaline, Frank Thomas, Mark McGuire, Ernie Banks, Dan Brothers, Ed Delhaney, Harmon Killebrew, Jimmy Fox, and Willie Stargell. And then second baseman, we got Jackie Robinson, Rod Carew, Eddie Collins, Red Schottenhot. Roger Hornsby, Rogers Hornsby, Ryan Sandberg, Roberto Alabar, Roberto Alomar, Joe Morgan, and Craig B. Craig B. Joe and Nellie Fox. And then third baseman, we got Mike Schmidt, Wade Boggs, George Brett, Alex Rodriguez, Brooks Robinson, Pete Rose, Luke Appling, Chipper Jones, Steve Garvey, and Roger Roger Connor. Then. Next week we'll do shortstops. Yeah, we'll have that ready. All right. So to kind of wrap up the show, I don't know what's going to happen with this whole Yankees science only thing. Possibly nothing. And I actually heard the MLB actually covered it up too. So that's really yeah, man. This turned out to be a year for Rob Manford for Uncle Manford. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. They really cover that up. That really is shameful. Yeah, if that's the case, then Rob Manford really does need to kind of step down because that's really shameful. Nobody is decent. And they, where was the yeah? Where was the cover up for the Astros and the Astros and the Red Sox? We're not saying the Astros were 
need to be covered up. But I mean, but still, I mean, yeah, where where the where do the Yankees get off of being hey, or where does the MLB get off saying hey, let's cover up the Yankees? Where I mean, because of their prep. I don't know. We did try to say this would be biased. It's just, yeah, I can't believe that they possibly got away for three years without anybody finding out. Yeah. Well, who knows, really? I mean, well, I've also been hearing, too, that other teams could be linked to sign stealing, too. So it's just not the Astros, the Red Sox, and the Yankees. Your team could be the one stealing. Be one stealing signs too. Don't say, well, well, well I'm a Mariners fan. And I, I, my team doesn't steal signs. Well, think again because I believe they probably are. I'm a Cubs fan. My team doesn't steal signs. We're pure. Uh, yeah, go look that up because I actually did see a list of the Cubs were one of the teams that they could be uh, linked to sign stealing. So don't, don't act like. Yeah, and that's just anybody. Even like the worst teams are trying to steal signs. And I bet you they're doing it electronically too. I feel like the only way that, yeah, that's what I mean. Nobody is safe. No, 30 MLB teams are safe. But if you think like, oh, my team doesn't really steal signs, think again. Think again. Everybody in the MLB is doing it. And I bet you they're doing, I bet you they're going to do it electronically now too. Nobody's pure. Nobody's clean. Stop acting like you're an expert and wagging your finger at teams like, the Astros, the Red Sox, and the Yankees. Yeah, as much as I hate kind of saying that, stop acting like it because your team could be the next one that could be uh, called out for sign stealing. And I bet you they're going to do it electronically. Don't, eh. yeah. And if you don't want people stealing signs, here's the thing: How about you don't tip your pitches? How about make it so it's like more harder for for the runner on second base to the code to sign or find. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe nothing's going to come out of this whole Yankees thing. I don't know. We'll just wait and see. We'll just wait and see what those findings in that unsealed letter were. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for having this opportunity to share. Keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Follow the show on Twitter at Junkyard Dog, or, or wait, follow the show on Twitter at only MLB or only underscore MLB. Then follow my per, personal Twitter page at Junkyard Dog underscore 92. We'll have those in the details of the episode. And then follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast from. Doesn't matter to us. And with that being said, I feel like that about do it. See you guys next week. Banyana. Spot a little hottie when I flipped up the shade Looking like a red rice sitting in the driveway Bottle of Ciroc with a hand of Kool-Aid She done pulled up like I'm getting rid of waves Are you tired from running through my mind? Take a break and we can have a good time Show you moves like I'm the new James Brown Me and you should get a room right now Cause if it's gone, I'll throw it away You're worth more than every single chain It ain't gonna work if you don't want it to Best drink I take is when I'm sipping you you know where I go when we're dancing. Handshakes in the Hamptons and getting drunk in the mansion. And you look so classy. Come through with that magic.
the smashes I could take it to the room, I could take it to the beach But we gotta leave at nine, cause I gotta get my sleep You could be the early bird, I'ma give that wine Get with me, I'll take you around the world Cause if it's gold, I'll throw it away You're in love in every single chain Why would it limp? It just means I'm cool Next trip I take, it's just me and you You know where I go when we're dancing Handshakes in the Hamptons And getting drunk in the mansion Do you? So classic, I'm through with that magic. You know that I'm about to smash it. It's true. You said you're living up enough for when you're coming to the A. You said you need to find a grip. Well, tell me where you want to stay. I know we're not too pressed for time, but can you pick up on the pace? Instead of looking at your pictures, want to be up in your face. I want to dance, but you want to laugh and want to sing. Take you on the road, have you rocking on my bling. Don't know if you're the one, but if you are, you get a ring. Let's stand it down the line, don't want to rush the type of things. I'm a mama's boy, so you got to meet my mama first. Let you whip the coupe around you, use a seatbelt first. New shoes, new clothes, and a Chanel purse. They can in the Hamptons, got a lot. You know that I'm about to smash it.